Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. And by Hy-Vee. The world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. In case you missed the news, Josh Klingler is the Chiefs' newest sideline reporter. And since we can't hang out with 70,000 of our closest friends this fall, there's only one guy who can bring you what you missed from inside the stadium on Monday mornings, and that's Kling. Weekdays starting at 6. Make sure to tune in to Fesco in the morning for inside access to the Chiefs' sidelines like you've never heard before on the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. And good evening, everybody, and welcome as we open the doors to the Chiefs Kingdom on another Victory Monday evening. It's our Happy New Year edition of the Chiefs Kingdom radio show. Normally, we'd be in front of hundreds of fans at a Hy-Vee Market Grill somewhere in the Kansas City area to celebrate the 23rd Chiefs victory in the last 24 games, remarkably. We would also be celebrating a history-making 14th regular season victory for the Kansas City Chiefs that's never happened in the 61 years of the franchise. And we'd also be celebrating the clinching of the number one seed in the AFC playoffs for the 2020 year. But we know that the 2020 world may be full of Chiefs victories, but for the rest of the world and all of us in the Chiefs kingdom, it's been anything but normal. But as we have all season long on these Monday nights or nights after a Chiefs game, we want to keep the energy and spirit of the Chiefs kingdom going strong. Tonight, we don't have Lucy or Ethel, but we do want to say hello to Aubrey Allenbrand from Bonner Springs, Kansas, home of the Braves, tonight's Hy-Vee Private Chiefs Kingdom Watch Party winner. Now, Aubrey is joining us uh, from her home tonight on a private Zoom call. 
Aubrey has received a Zarda barbecue meal sent to her house, catered by Hy-Vee, for her and nine of her socially distanced friends. And Aubrey will also receive an autographed 8 by 10 photo of a Chiefs player. Now, you too can win your own uh, Chiefs Kingdom private watch party Zoom, getting ready for the playoffs. You could have a special night here. Just register at your local Hy-Vee or check out your local Hy-Vee Facebook page to register. Also, we also love to remind you, every, everybody on these Chiefs Kingdom days and nights after a Chiefs game, you can score the savings. It's become a tradition on the days after Chiefs games. Just shop Hy-Vee the day or night after a game and score fuel saver discounts. It's equal to the number of points the Chiefs score and the amount you spend. Now, usually we can give you 30 or 40 points, but yesterday it was a hard-fought a grinded-out victory and a big day for the defense. But the uh, Chiefs could only muster 17 points uh, in the game, but still won over Atlanta 17-14. to 14. So you get those 17 points plus whatever uh, you spend, and that together you can uh, crank up your fuel saver discounts and just watch your fuel discount grow throughout the season with every point the Chiefs score. Now, the discount offers with qualifying purchase and only fuel savings Limited to 20 gallons to some restrictions um, and apply. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. All right, there's a lot to unpack tonight. As mentioned, the Chiefs have sealed up the one seed in the AFC and the only buy available in the American Football Conference. On the NFC side, they are still slugging it out. Green Bay has the inside track, but it's not clear that they've got it yet. It's still up there, and New Orleans has a shot uh, to capture that one seed. So does Seattle. Now, with the Week 17 home game coming up against the Chargers for the Chiefs, and by the way, the game has been moved to a 325 kickoff. So what does Andy Reid do with his roster? What does he do with this game? Who plays? Who rests this week against the Chargers? Keep in mind, it is the third time in eight seasons the Chiefs have had this luxury, knowing where they are pegged in the playoffs. They can't move, can't move any farther up. They've got the best spot in the AFC, and, of course, they can't move down. Now, this has happened before, and Coach Reed has made decisions uh, on how to play this game without improving their uh, playoff position on two other occasions. In just a few minutes, I have a chance to talk with Coach Reed about the details of what goes on with that decision and who plays and who sits and why no matter – what happens in his decision this week is very important for the short term and for the long term. We will jump into the history of the 2013 and 2017 Week 17 games when the Chiefs were in this position. Now, it is the first time, though, the Chiefs will have a bye after Week 17 and knowing their spot in the playoffs. So that adds a new dimension to the discussion. Also, as we enter into this week, the last week of 2020, we consider this. Yep, 2020 was a year full of challenges, even to open up a phrase of, man, that is so 2020. But 2020 in the Chiefs' kingdom will also be remembered as the year when January produced two of the most thrilling playoff comebacks in NFL history by the Chiefs. That's the way the year started. And no one listening tonight will ever forget February the 2nd, 2 and the Super Bowl 54 championship in Miami. All told, 
In the calendar year of 2020, the Chiefs played 18 football games, and they won 17 of those. Crazy. Plus, 2020 will be remembered as the year of Travis Kelsey. We're going to jump into that tonight a little later in the show. Kelsey smashed the all-time NFL records for receiving yardage by a tight end in a single season and then the most catches by a tight end in Chiefs history. It really is one of the best performances in a single year for any player at any position, and we will get into that later in the show. An unforgettable year for Travis Kelsey. 105 catches for a tight end. The second time he's had over 100 catches in a single season. That's an all-time NFL record for a tight end. Plus he has, to this point, depending on what happens this weekend, 1,416 receiving yards and 11 touchdowns. Later tonight, we'll also hoping uh, to check in maybe with the Chiefs player. We were going to have place kicker Harrison Butker, but he's a daddy of young children. And when that happens, you sometimes have the unexpected. So Harrison's not going to be able to be with us tonight. So we don't have Lucy and Ethel, but we are going to have an outstanding show coming up for the remainder of it. Also, we get in to what the Chiefs do and how they handle this week as we have a detailed discussion with head coach Andy Reid over the next several minutes. So stay tuned for that and more as the Chiefs Kingdom Show coming your way on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Third and 18 now for the Falcons, backed up to their own 47. They're one of two on third down. Matt Ryan hands out, feet staggered. Back to throw, he's under pressure, steps up, keeps the play alive, pump fakes, and now he goes down. Alex Okafor cleans him up. Welcome back to our Chiefs Kingdom show tonight. The Chiefs able to get their 14th victory in the regular season yesterday over the Atlanta Falcons, 17-14. And with us now, the winningest head coach in Kansas City Chiefs history, Andy Reid, who also got his first ever 14-win regular season. That's something to be said after your terrific career to this point. No parade, no confetti. But what does it mean? We can smell we can smell a lilac here on a Monday night to pick up a 14th win and to make history for the franchise and yourself. Yeah, well, that just tells you how hard it is. I mean, I've been doing it a long time, and um, you know, the, the, those things just don't they don't happen every year. So, <clears throat> something to be proud of. You know that you're not done, and uh, the guys understand that. So, we know that we've got work ahead of us. And we, we've got to keep sharpening the knife and uh, as you go here. So, uh, But we've got that kind of locker room. They're not going to just rest on the 14 games. But for a minute, you can take, a, uh, you know, pat yourself uh, on the back for about a second. And then you got to go on. you got to move on. Man. And, uh, and so that's, that's where we're at today. If people listen to our pregame show, you pegged the Falcons perfectly. I mean, this is a team with a lot of talent, but they were it's like they came out like they were playing for a playoff berth and playing for for uh, Raheem. Uh, but just the difficulty and able to hold them off uh, and to win that game the way you did. Yeah, well, they, listen, they like their they like the head coach that they have there now. Not that they didn't like the other head coach they had, but <clears throat> they're playing playing well for them, and and uh, they've got a really good coaching staff. Um, uh, and so I knew it was going to be a battle. Uh, I mean, that's just uh, your, some of this, you're battling human nature and, uh, um, one team really grinding it out for something. And the other team, well, you know, looking at a record, that's not so good. You, and 
you got to fight through that, man. And you, you have to bear down on yourself, on your, on your human tendencies, man. And you get into that area deep in the head there, Mitch, and you got to, you got to sort it out and figure out, uh, do you really have the gut enough to push through it? And I think our guys show that they did. Um, they bear down when needed and, and took care of business. And, and, uh, we see it every week where that doesn't happen when things, you know, there, there's that difference in levels of what people perceive to be good and bad. And, and, uh, and you can't, you, you got to try to eliminate that from your, from your mindset there uh, the best you can and get back down into it's man versus man here and uh, may the best man win. So, I mean, that's you, somewhere you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get there. Coach, you mentioned toughness after the game yesterday, and people think of toughness as physical toughness. you got to be physically tough to play in this league. But how mentally and emotionally tough is this Chiefs football team? I think of Patrick. He almost had that thing picked by Terrell. Then he comes back and throws a strike uh, to D-Rob. How much emotional and mental toughness has this team shown to this point? Yeah, well, when I tell you, I'm proud of them. I mean, that's why I, I say that. I mean, it's because of that, that – <clears throat> the resilience, uh, resi- resiliency that they deal with um, every play and every every game. I mean, it's that's what it is. So um, if you miss once, you better have a short memory and you better get yourself back ready to line up and go rip the hearts out the next time. So that and Patrick uh, is the epitome of that. Does a great job with it and. And I think you see it with our secondary. If they get beat, here they come back at you. And you've got to have that. You have to have that short memory as you as you roll in this business. And uh, if you're hanging on to a play, the next play is going to get you, whether it's good or bad. Whether the play before was good or bad, you start pumping your your chest out. And this is a humbling business. And then if you get down the dumps too far, uh, it's going to keep you down the dumps, uh, even a little bit lower. So you, you, you got to, you know, so much of it's between the ears there with your, with your mindset. Speaking of mindset, I'm going to go to the defense here. Okay, let's just lay this out. Gay had played 24% of the defensive snaps up to that game, Willie Gay Jr. Um, Darius Harris had played zero defensive snaps. Then Cobb had to play. He had never played a snap ever. I mean, there were... Your linebacking core looked like, and I, and I say this with all respect, like a fourth preseason game than a regular season game where you're trying to get the bye into the playoffs. What about those guys you throwing into the fire, and that's all you had? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that was that was uh, it was fun to watch those guys uh, do their thing. So, <clears throat> when, you know, here's Harris who started off as a Sam linebacker, ended up being the Mike linebacker. He also had to get the headset put on where uh, his helmet with the headset in it uh, to where he could communicate with the sideline and or the sideline could communicate with him. And and so that takes a little bit of know-how to uh, be able to listen to it and still spit it out to your guys. And um, it, We want to think that it's like listening to FM radio, but it's really not. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of coming through. Uh, at times it, it, it's a verbal, um, you know, jumble talk and so it's uh it's a little bit hard to hear at times so i was gonna say hieroglyphics but i uh, you know what i'm saying right um so it's it's not always clear 
And, and so he, listen, they, uh, to watch those guys maneuver around and, and that guy being Harris in that case, being the primary transmitter between the front and the back end. Uh, I mean, I think he did a good job of keeping everything together. That's but it's like asking the flight attendant to fly the plane. I, I mean, it's it was amazing to see it. Uh, and then a play. I'm going to ask you some situational stuff. But they get the big fumble, force fumble. Gay comes in, just his speed. How much did he show that off yesterday? He makes a, a striking play uh, along with um, Legereus Sneed, and then Harris picks up the fumble recovery. Not only do you stop him, you able to advance the ball. That was all three rookies making that play. What about Gay? That play specifically, and those guys coming together. Yeah, no, I mean it was kind of that was getting fun to watch. I mean, he and Snead are playing played good football, and and uh, even if Willie does make a mistake somewhere, you know it's going to be a hundred miles an hour. So, but he he he's he did a nice job. I mean, he had a couple of really nice plays in that game, tackles behind line of scrimmage, and so on. And then, um, you know, for for Harris to be able to pick it up and go. I mean, that was, that was a good thing too. So you're right. You had all three young kids in there uh, rolling, but you know, that, listen, that you can't, uh, there's, you can't buy that experience. Right. So uh, there's nothing, there's to have that opportunity for those guys career, I think is tremendous. And for the chiefs, it's tremendous. Uh, those reps are invaluable. Some situational stuff to get the back-to-back sacks after the interception returned by the Falcons out to midfield to get Frank and Chris to make those plays back-to-back. How big was that in keeping the game where it was? Yeah, and I, listen, I thought they were they had constant pressure on them throughout the game, and those two were obviously two of the bigger ones, and um, and, and we were like an inch away from a strip sack there, so. I mean, that ball, if if Frank's there, just a tick, I mean, just a tick quicker on the one sack. Now now it's even more. Now it's even bigger. The game's over, really. I mean, it was on the last last series there. So, uh, but yeah, they, I, listen, the the pressure that they put on the quarterback yesterday, I thought was just, uh, it was something. Uh, Chris was tough to stop, as 55 was too. So it was a nice, nice job by those guys. And that being said, I don't think I fully appreciate it until I reviewed it this morning. I mean, the kid misses the kick, but they had first and five at the 21 in three straight snaps, and you stop them, stop them, stop them, coverage and pressure. And, again, it's one of those uh, how much toughness did your defense show all 11 guys in that sequence because they could have ended differently. Yeah, it could have. I mean, you know, a touchdown win, probably wins the game for them. Um, so uh, the – yeah, to put them in that situation where they've got to kick it. I mean, that was that was a plus. I mean, at best a tie, um, and then uh, TK got his hand on the ball, so he got a couple fingers on the ball, which took a Pro Bowl kicker and deferred the ball to the right. So um, it, it was that was a positive thing. I want to ask you about Travis Kelsey. Of course, we, he set the NFL record. Uh, we see numbers, but I, I'm going to go beyond that and ask you just about situational stuff again. About a guy, a lot of guys in this league have put up numbers, but with Kelsey to do it when you need it the most, third and 11, gasping for air, he comes up with the 36-yarder. Let's take that play first when, right, there wasn't much happening for us, but he gives us oxygen with that play. Yeah, yeah, he 
he needed the oxygen right there. He was running around and Pat was running around and comes up with a big one. I mean, that, uh, there was a penalty on the play, so we we're going to get positive yards no matter what, but the, this one negated the penalty because of the yardage that was given. And, um, uh, I, he's been doing this. He's been doing it all season. He's been doing it the last eight years, seven years here. So, um, the first year he didn't get to play much because of that leg, but it was the rest of it's been pretty fantastic football. And, uh, um, and, and the quarterback trusts them. So they, they've got a unique relationship. Every quarterback needs a guy, right? And our quarterback's got a couple guys that, that he's got, uh, you know, he's fortunate to have that. Uh, but Kelsey happens to be the closest one to him the majority of the time, uh, just by where he lines up. So, uh, and then those one-on-one matchups with Kels, I mean, you can put a corner on him, and he's still got a pretty good shot at getting the ball. So he's he does a heck of a job with all that. It's amazing. And the other time, down four. Now all of a sudden they take the lead, third and ten. Here we go again. And Kelsey's able to get uh, – D-Will looks like he got the blitz pickup. But to get that play, and that's 36 yards, and we had the penalty that brought it back some. But if we don't get that play, it, the, the game could have ended differently. Well, that was the one I was talking about. Okay. I'm, you're on a different one. Okay. So, I mean, he's throwing 30 yarders around like they're nothing at all. So, <laughs> that, that was the one I was talking about. But, anyways, uh, yeah. Now, so, listen, both of those were spectacular. He comes back. He has a slant play also in there that was beautiful. Um, I mean, listen, he, he he's, uh, he's tough to handle in one-on-one situations. And if Pat starts moving, Pat's the radar tells him where – Kelsey is. I mean, he knows that. He knows where Tyreek and Kelsey are at all time. And Sammy's had big ones on it, too. So, I mean, it's uh, that's, a, that's a good thing. When, when Pat gets out there, when I, when I say that he kind of knows where everybody's at, uh, those are the times that you really get to see it. But, um, but Kelsey uh, has a knack of getting open, for sure. And his growth <clears throat> on and off the field has been just phenomenal. Uh, the question now, how do you handle this week? Uh, I know we've you've handled this different ways before, and I know you're not going to make the decision until later in the week. But I want to ask you about the value of this week. I went back and looked at 2013, when we, I mean, if we get the 41 yard field goal from Suck Up, we beat the Chargers, knock them out of the playoffs, and you sat guys in that game. And then in 2017, it was Patrick's first game, and you mentioned Tano Passigno. He hadn't played much. He goes out there and gets two big sacks in that game, and you beat Denver. I mean, the value in this week, no matter what you decide. Yeah, so um, I listen. I've sat people in the past. I, <clears throat> I'm just you know throughout the day here and <clears throat> into tomorrow, I'll be collecting information. You know, just to see where we're at and what we can do with it. But um, I don't mind sitting people because of what you're saying. I mean, uh, it gives other people an opportunity to show. It gives your guys that have been putting all the mileage on their bodies uh, some rest, and I think that that can be as beneficial for you as what some people think playing is. So I. Um, uh, but the fact that these young guys get to play in a game against good competition is invaluable. And, uh, and for the chiefs, that becomes very important. I'm always going to try to do what I think is best for them. Not that it always is the right, ends up being the right decision, but I'm going to try to do what's right. And, and so if, if these young guys have an opportunity to get in there, that, that benefits us down the road. 
And how good is it just to have the choice? I mean, most of the league is gutting it out this week. People are, it's when to get in or lose and go home. I mean, how good is it to, that you've earned the equity to have this week to have these decisions? Well, it's true. I mean, right now we're the only team that, that has uh, clinched that, that five weeks. So, um, uh, uh, you know, and that's, there's only one other one that's going to have that. So, and that's in the NFC. And so you take advantage of it to what you think is the best, however you perceive it. Everybody's done it different. So uh, I don't know if there's a right way or a wrong way when you look at the stats of it, but um, I, I feel, you know, I'll, I'll, once I get all the information and I'll feel one way or the other and, and go with it and, and then make sure we practice a certain way. You have a bye week there. I mean, how are you going to probably, well, everybody does that different. So I'll do it the way I think is the best and, and hopefully bank on some experience uh, and see see how things work out. Well, thanks for being with us tonight. Again, congratulations on the win, and uh, we'll get after this week and attack it. All right, Mitch. Hi, those redheads out there, man. <laughs> They're out there somewhere. Head coach Andy Reid. Stay tuned. We'll have more. Uh, Harrison Butker coming up with me next. Uh, stay tuned. We'll have more in the Chiefs Kingdom. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Up nine, back second and 19, Falcons at their own 43, 7-7 tie. Brian again under pressure, scrambles, he's hit again! As the Chiefs trying to knock it out this time, Chris Jones got him. And Sack Nation and the Shark team up for back-to-back sacks. And a loss of three, that's 12 yards lost by the Falcons on two consecutive plays. Welcome back to our Chiefs Kingdom show with you, Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. That was an exciting defensive stand. The Chiefs were able to get pressure and quarterback hits and hurries on Matt Ryan. But when you get back-to-back plays like the Chiefs had after the interception, uh, the Chiefs were driving through the interception near the end zone. Tyreek Hill makes a heck of a play to hustle, almost knocked the ball out from Aluakon. Uh, but Atlanta kept the ball prime chance to take the lead and instead the Chiefs had back-to-back sacks um, Frank Clark and Chris Jones teaming up and it took the uh, Falcons out of field goal range or scoring range at all and so the Chiefs were able to hang on 7-7 then took the lead 10-7 on a tough 53-yard field goal by Harrison Butker we would have Harrison on with us tonight but Harrison is the daddy of some small children and as you know uh, with small children sometimes uh, some uh, Urgent things have to happen. you got to take care of. So that's where Harrison's at right now. But we're going to attack these next 30 minutes and get you ready for this 17th week of this incredible and remarkable Chiefs Kingdom season. Uh, A reminder, we've got a special uh, person tonight that's enjoying our uh, Chiefs Kingdom show. She is the winner of our Hy-Vee Private Chiefs Kingdom Watch Party. Uh, She's joining us tonight on a Zoom call from Bonner Springs, Kansas. Aubrey Allenbrand is our winner tonight. She's had a Zarda barbecue meal that has been catered to her by Hy-Vee. For her and nine of her socially distanced friends, she's doing this right, Aubrey also will receive an autographed 8x10 photo of a Chiefs player. Now, you two can win. Just register at your local Hy-Vee, or you can check out your favorite local Hy-Vee Facebook page to register as we have some special playoff shows uh, scheduled for the uh, upcoming weeks uh, on our Chiefs Kingdom show starting next Monday night. Uh, of course, the Chiefs will be coming off their final game of the regular season of 2020 and will have a bye going into the AFC playoffs. But we'll get you set up for even that bye week. 
and then rolling into the playoffs as the Chiefs try to run it back and try to become the first team in the National Football League since the 03-04 season to win back-to-back Super Bowl championships. But tonight, Aubrey Ellen Brand, our winner, also a special lady. She is the senior vice commander of the VFW Post 6401 in Bonner Springs. So Aubrey has served our country. She was a radio operator. Uh, she was an, uh, stationed in South Korea and some other places in the States. But Aubrey, a special lady, as we always want to salute our veterans and those who serve us, currently have served us and will serve us. But Aubrey Allenbrand, the senior vice commander of the VFW, post 6401. And, of course, Kansas City is the national headquarters of the Veterans of Foreign Wars uh, on Broadway Avenue in Kansas City. So we are proud to uh, host them in our great uh, great city, uh, the VFW National Headquarters. Also a reminder that our Chiefs players' appearances on our Chiefs Kingdom show brought to you by Hellsburg Diamonds, serving the Chiefs Kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations nationwide. Again, we're to have Harrison Butker on tonight, but he had... Uh, had some uh, urgent uh, dealings with uh, his little ones, so couldn't be with us tonight. Uh, we might run down Willie Gay Jr. If not, we want to jump in right now into what Travis Kelsey has done. And it is kind of easy to take it for granted. Coach Reed told us two weeks ago that when you see excellence over and over, especially with a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey, and you see it on a repeated basis, it is easy to take for granted the excellence that they uh, have done their work and what they've accomplished. And it's kind of those deals where you don't even fully appreciate it till maybe 10 years or even 20 years after they played when you compare it to the history of the National Football League, which dates back to 1921. Kelsey, in perspective, let's just jump into Travis Kelsey here. 6,144 receiving yards as a tight end over the past five seasons. That is unduplicated by any tight end in the history of the National Football League. I thought when I called all of Tony Gonzalez's games as a Kansas City Chiefs tight end before he was traded to Atlanta, that I would see the best tight end ever in a Chiefs uniform. This is nothing against TG. In fact, the two are kind of difficult to compare, just the fact that they've got a TE by their name. But I have seen a better tight end in a Chiefs uniform. In fact, there has been none better in the history of the National Football League. As you go into Kelsey's career, even more so. What is phenomenal is when you look at his yards per catch for the tight end position. Let's just take this year in specific. Travis Kelsey, yards after catch, 532 yards after catch. That is second in the National Football League this year. The only human ahead of him is New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara. Kamara has 742 yards uh, in yards after catch. and uh, But running backs usually lead that category. You throw them a three-yard pass and they run for 15 yards, so they get 12 yak yards. Rarely does a tight end is up there as high as Kelsey is in that yards after uh, catch compartment or category. But 13.5 yards per catch this year is amazing. Let's put it in perspective of the top six players in the NFL, the only six players going into Week 17 that have at least 100 catches this season. And this isn't just tight ends. This is everyone. Number one on that list is Stefan Diggs and his great year he's having with the uh, Buffalo Bills. 
Stephon Diggs has 111 catches, 11.8 yards per catch. Follow the numbers here. Next, DeAndre Hopkins, one of the greatest of all time, now an Arizona Cardinal, 111 catches, tied with Diggs. Yards per catch, 12.4. Devontae Adams of Green Bay, 109 catches, 12.2. Next, Travis Kelsey of your Kansas City Chiefs, 14-1 and one on the season. Kelsey has 105 catches, 13.5 average yards per catch. Much better than Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, and Stephon Diggs. Next on the list, Keenan Allen, inactive last week for the Chargers. We may see him this Sunday at Arrowhead Stadium. 100 catches this year, average yards per catch. Keenan Allen, 9.9. And last on that list of 100 catch players, wide receiver Allen Robinson of the Bears, 12.1 per catch. Diggs, 11.8. D-Hop, 12.4. Devontae Adams, 12.2. Travis Kelsey, 13.5 on the same number of catches. That is a tight end that has done that. Never before have we seen numbers put up by a tight end like Travis Kelsey has done this season. But Coach and I were just talking about this. What Travis Kelsey has done the last three years, really, is not just put up numbers. When the Chiefs need the plays the most, and yesterday was a prime example of it, because three critical catches or the Chiefs would not have won this game. But he also came up at down 7 to nothing. The Chiefs, he was blanketed in coverage. The Chiefs needed this play to tie the game. Darrell Williams at running back. Mahomes fires it for the end zone. It is caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Travis Kelsey blanketed by the Falcons. It didn't matter. Zeus gets six for the Chiefs and badly needed at a half minute to go in the second quarter. Yeah, badly needed, and he was blanketed. He barely gets into the end zone. It was a to, – to be that effective in the red zone, you have to use all 53 yards of the field and all 10 yards of the end zone. Kelsey's become a master of it. You've seen him catch at the back of the end zone, the corner of the end zone, and then he had the knack there, knowing his double cover, just to barely cross the line and to catch that just inches over the goal line to make that touchdown. And as I talked to Coach about the play – I'm not sure the Chiefs are going to uh, win the game uh, because the Falcons have taken the lead at 14-10. to 10. The defense for the Chiefs had been outstanding, just digging in and coming up with critical plays to hold the Falcons to 14 points. But now the Chiefs had 3rd and 10 at their own 25, only 4-18 to go in the game. And it was a 36-yard pass play to Kelsey. Now there was a penalty on Tyree Kill, illegal block on the back. But it's still netted yardage for the Kansas City Chiefs to get to the 44-yard line of the Falcons. They go on to score the go-ahead touchdown and win the game 17-14. to Kelsey's not just a guy that puts up numbers. He makes the biggest plays when it matters the most. And it's not about numbers with Kelsey. He has grown up so much on and off the field. And when asked yesterday about setting the all-time National Football League record for yards for a tight end with a whopping 1,416 yards... Kelsey's got other priorities. It's cool to be a part of. And uh, it's a, the, the real record I'm proud of right now is that it's the first time the Chiefs have ever been 14-1. And, and um, we're going to try and make it 15-1 and one next week. Uh, I really don't get caught up in the, in the, in the personal accolades. Um, I, I work my tail off to, to just try and be the best teammate and the best player I can be for this organization on and off the field. And um, 
you know, getting recognized like that uh, is a, uh, it's awesome because the, uh, the, the t my teammates, my coaches, the people in this building um, are proud of me in that regard. And uh, heck, it can, uh, it can make my family extremely happy, give them something they can talk smack to the, uh, to the person next to them. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just uh, there's always uh, more to accomplish in, 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 a, in a team game. I just don't want to overlook what we're seeing from Travis Kelsey week after week after week. It is history in a Kansas City Chiefs uniform. When we come back, we're going to go to the center of everything, the center of the universe, the center of the middle of the earth. Austin Ryder, who's having a heck of a year uh, as the Kansas City Chiefs center. We'll be back with Austin Ryder on the Chiefs Kingdom show after this on the Kansas City Chiefs radio network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom show presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Kaiser in the block, now he releases, Mahomes throws for the end zone, the pass caught, wide open, touchdown! Kansas City, Demarcus Robinson on a deep post, and finally Mahomes releases deep, had a shot, he took it, and the Chiefs regained the lead at 16-14 on a 25-yard deep post to Demarcus Robinson. Welcome back to our Chiefs Kingdom show. Actually, what Danon calls a Dino route. The Chiefs have become great at these. Actually, it starts out and then it breaks off into a post and a great route by Demarcus Robinson. Our player segments are brought to you by Hellsburg Diamonds, serving the Chiefs Kingdom for over 100 years with 200 locations nationwide. And also uh, to Aubrey tonight, uh, Aubrey Allenbrand from uh, Bonner Springs, Kansas, our special Hy-Vee Zoom uh Watch parties that she's having in Bonner tonight. A uh, veteran and uh, serves as the uh, senior vice commander of the Veteran of Foreign Wars post in Bonner Springs. But now let's bring in the center that made the key block for that Demarcus Robinson touchdown. Austin Ryder is with us. Thanks for uh, filling in for us, brother. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me, Mitch. You doing okay after sitting here and having 300-pound dudes lean on you all day and trying to hammer uh, Patrick? Yeah, I'm good. I got an afternoon nap. I'm I'm ready to go now. Recharged. Well, you're ready to go through the whole night now. Congratulations on an awesome okay. year. Um, and, and and I know pro football focus can drive you crazy. Sometimes it drives me crazy, except when the numbers are good like yours. But your pass blocking rating the last couple of the last three weeks in that I just want the kingdom to know. And again, I don't know who grades these. If there's some dude in his basement, I just don't know. But your pass blocking rating has been three of the top weeks in the National Football League for any lineman, including centers, obviously. But 84, 82, and 73 ratings against some really good defensive fronts. Congratulations on a good year so far. What, just kind of walk us through your year up to this point and how it's going for you in the middle. Uh, I mean, I think, uh, you know, it's the first you've told me of that. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think the coaches have just done a, an awesome job of, uh, they, they continue to push us. Um, and I, I would say that's something I've noticed this year more than last year. And, uh, it's showing up, you know, it's never, it's, it's honestly never good enough. Uh, a lot of times when we walk in the facility and that's for a reason. And I think, uh, where we're at right now is, is the product of that. So, uh, for you to, to tell me the, the pass blocking has been excellent is, uh, is awesome to hear. Um, you know, I'm, I'm fighting out there and uh, trying to do the best I can for the kingdom and, and my family and everybody else. Um, but you know, I think uh, I think the coaching staff is who I got to credit it to because you know it, they they keep pushing us and pushing us and pushing us and uh, you know that this is uh, we want to take this thing all the way and I think uh, that's a big big credit right there. 
Austin Ryder, again, our guest tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show. What's been so impressive, Austin, and this may be uh, – is there's been no hangover, no letdown. After winning the Super Bowl, it's like we never won it. It's like everybody stays on point. And is that coaching? Is that just guys iron sharpening iron? What has it been? Because there's this team is as focused as last year's team. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's been the coaching. And, you know, not to not to bring it down or anything, you know, like I was saying, they've, they've just been on us. And it's not like we don't get credit when we do good things. But um, I think it's just the, the constant – pedal pedal to the floor i mean they just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and you know sometimes we joke around like man it doesn't feel like we're 10 and 1 11 and 1 12 and 1 13 and 1 we're like man like we feels like we just lost that game after that after that uh film review um you know and that's just kind of how it should be i mean you know you got to keep the the foot on the gas right now and you can let off after uh february 4th you know Absolutely. Um, and you face some good fronts, but you've also had to deal with some adversity. Uh, assembly goes down, I think week five, I think it might have been the Raiders game. And so Allegretti has to come in and play. So you got a new guy there. Then Wiz comes back. We get Wisniewski back. You had to play with him against New Orleans and move Wiley out to tackle. Just how resilient you've had to be on the offensive line and what's it been like working with different guys, especially Nick on your left shoulder? Uh, I mean, it's, it's always tough. Um, you know, you never want to see those guys go down and uh, the, the next man up. And, um, you know, I think that's league wide uh, next man up mentality. The, the, those guys that are, are twos and threes out there on other teams and our team, you know, you have to be ready to step in at a moment's notice. And, uh, you know, I, I give credit to those guys because some people handle that situation well and some people don't. Um, and, and you kind of see that here and there, but I think, uh, the guys we have in our room, um, they focus in on, you know, the little details that we need to know to operate as a unit on the offensive line, all five of us together. And, uh, you know, when Nick steps in, when, uh, Mike, uh, is out and then Wiley's got to jump out to tackle, um, you know, those aren't easy things and, uh, credit to those guys that, you know, take that job responsibility and they, uh, they really want to do well with it and want to see the team succeed. Again, Austin Ryder with us tonight on our Chiefs Kingdom show. Chiefs get ready to play the Chargers coming up this weekend in Week 17. The buy is secure. The Chiefs are 14 and one, first time in their history. Coach Reed has his 14th regular season win. That's never happened for him, but it's getting ready for this week. We'll talk about that with Austin as we close the show. After this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Placement is down. Coos kick is up. And the kick is up, and it is... No good! No good! Coos only missed one all year! Remember, with the Chargers, he struggled early in his career! and thought he would never kick in the NFL again. Youngway Koo misses only his second field goal attempt of the season. Wide to the right side, and the Chiefs have a 17-14 lead with nine seconds left. Oh boy, I waited, I waited, I waited. Austin Ryder's with us. Uh, you had to be watching that field goal attempt because that thing was lined up going just perfect, Austin. And then the winds of Arrowhead just let it drift to the right. 
And Coach mentioned tonight that uh, Tano maybe got a fingernail or a hand on it. Uh, what about watching that field goal being wide to the right? Because I waited, man, because I was in shock. That thing wasn't good. That was that was crazy. Uh, from my perspective, I, I couldn't tell if he missed it or not. So I, I put the helmet back on. I was like, all right, like, you know, it's, it, it's overtime. I was trying to get my mind ready for that one. And uh, all of a sudden, I, I saw Coach Tobe just jumping up, and I'm like, "Oh my! Like th- this guy gave us an early, or I'm sorry, a late Christmas present. Holy moly! I mean, he had been uh, like 26 in a row, right? Yep. Or, or some crazy number, and yeah. you know that you hate for him to have it to be that way, but uh, I thank him. Um, but that was that was crazy. And I talked to Harrison this morning, and he said uh, to No thought he got a grazed it a little bit which would i mean it just that little bit of air can uh, can kind of send it now tano with a we'll give him partial block uh but the chiefs this week taking on the chargers and everybody's kind of wanting to know the one seed is uh secured in the afc this has been a tough grind man you look at go eight no on the road and beating the ravens the bills the dolphins the saints and the buccaneers in those eight games to earn the one seed what does that mean for you personally and how do you approach this week? Uh, for me personally, I mean, that was kind of, I think that was, that was a, a goal. Um, that was probably a goal on the O-line. Um, that was, that was something probably a goal for the team. Um, personally, I mean, that's, that's quite the feat. I knew looking at that schedule going into this year, I thought um, even playing with, with or without fans, uh, that talented Bucks defense, uh, same thing with the Saints. Um, some of those late games on the road were uh, extremely tough. Um, but you know, we got, we got some, uh, pretty resilient guys in this, in this team and, uh, we, we, we got it together. We found a way, um, it's not always pretty, but, uh, the end result we liked. Well, and you get ready to go into film tomorrow and then have getting ripped. Like, are we one in 14 or what? So you, you get mentally ready for that, right? Who's doing the rip yeah. and coach heck doing that? Or is it's never good enough. Uh, <laughs> I think all, all the offensive coaches, I think probably, <laughs> Coach Bannon, he's probably got some choice words in there, too, on some plays. Yeah, leave it to him. You know what's interesting here about Coach Heck, and you were talking about guys being ready. One of the craziest things, and I've seen this now for eight seasons, is he'll go, uh, writers down, uh, Kilgore in. Like, he'll do it, and you're not planning for it, right? I've seen it, whether it's mock game, it'll be in camp, it'll be in OTAs. It's like he's doing this fire drill for real life. Uh, how much does that help or challenge you guys? I mean, I think uh, it's it's rare you get a, a coach with 12 years of experience as a player himself. Um, I can tell you that because I've had other coaches that never played or only played in high school. And, uh, you know, it's it's challenging because he knows where he can push us, how he can push us. And uh, the other challenge is, too, you can't really say, oh, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> but, you know, you kind of you really have to bite your tongue on, on some of that because it's like, well, he, he does know. So it's like. You know, it's it, it's always the best for us, and uh, I think that's truly on his heart. And um, whatever he decides to do is always the best for the group and always the best for the team. And uh, I always respect the hell out of that. Got about a minute left. I want to ask you how you approach this week. I get, I mean, you're thinking: Do I play? Do I set? Does Kilgore play? Um, what do you do mentally now as you drive to work in the morning early to prepare for this week, whether you play or set? Uh, I'm not sure. We'll have our uh, virtual meeting tomorrow morning, and I'm sure he'll uh, he'll tell us what the the situation is. 
and uh, then my mind will go in that direction after that. Um, so I'm not sure yet. Uh, you know, if I have to play, then then I'll play. It's not a not a big deal. It's what uh, it's what my job is. It's what I'm asked to do. So uh, however the chips fall, either way is is okay with me. And then it could be you're going to suit up, and maybe they play Kilgore, but you got to be ready maybe to fill in if somebody goes down. I mean, that's the dynamics of this week, which is crazy, right? Yeah, no doubt. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think it'll be interesting after tomorrow to, to see what they want to do, but uh, it's going to be a great opportunity for some young guys that are going to get to go out there. It's not very often that you uh, you get to be able to do this in a regular season game and uh, you know, kind of see what some of the depth on your roster looks like. So that's, that's an extremely uh, exciting position for us to be in. Thank you, Austin Ryder, for filling in. Get ready for Week 17 on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. been listening to the chief's kingdom show presented by bad boy mowers bad boy mowers proud partner of the kansas city chiefs chief's kingdom is bad boy country mow with an attitude and by high v the world's best tailgating begins at high v proud official grocery sponsor of the kansas city chiefs you're listening to exclusive coverage of chiefs football Hey, it's Carrington Harrison from The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Every Monday at 2.15, we sit down for an exclusive interview with Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. It's the only place in Kansas City, it's the only place in the country where you're going to hear a weekly conversation with the Chiefs franchise quarterback. Make sure to set a reminder, but if you missed the interview at 2.15, you can catch the replay at 5.15 on your drive home. Number 15 at 2.15 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports radio this is the kansas city chiefs radio network okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.